since I have spoken here. One minute, Nola's coming in. <sighs> and I am feeling a pull to speak. This will be a much shorter time than usual, but time is <laughs> Time is. Nala is now drinking water. So, <laughs> this is a very real life episode here. <sighs> hmm. I want to speak today about. Mm, Nervous system regulation. <sighs> and a few tools for helping to regulate the nervous system. I find that in this time that we are in right now, which currently for me, it is February 9th, 2022. And the weather is rapidly changing from one day to the next. So one day it's snowing and 30 degrees out. And within the next couple of days, it's warm. It's 60 degrees out today. So my question surrounding this is, what impact does this have on the body? Have these changes always been this drastic? And if so or not, how can we support our bodies in the transitional nature of the elements every day? So, thinking first to the connection between our outer world and our inner world. So, for me, when I am thinking about nature and weather and its changes throughout these months, then... Then I also begin to ask, what is my mind doing in these times? What is my body doing in this, these times? How does it feel every day, throughout the day? And the weather changing like this can be a beautiful representation of the vast changes that can take place within the mind and the body from one day to the next. And this is important to remember on a healing journey 
because it is easy to feel discouraged or confused when one day you feel, or just the human journey, I suppose, when one day you feel amazing and expansive and creative and intuitive and then the next day you feel bleh (laughs) you feel cloudy tired um, maybe in physical pain this is all the experience of being human and being spirit. There's times of grave connection and trust and love and there's times of fear and doubt and pain and sadness And just as we look at the weather, outside there's shifts. And when we have a very rainy day, sometimes we remember that the sun will come out again. And that helps us to sink a little bit deeper into the cloudy day, into the rainy day. And this can be the same process as our healing journey, as our relationship to ourselves. Because when in the stuff, when in the doubt, the fear, the anxiety, when in the, you could say, shadow or um, negative polarity, when in this, it can feel challenging sometimes to remember that there will be a brighter day. And I invite you to expand your capacity to practice this. So what does that mean? That means maybe you just remember this one time. Maybe you think about what I'm saying one time. That is expanding capacity because that is creating a new neural pathway. That's creating a new habit, you could say, if you do it again and again and again. So you're feeling negative, you're feeling down, you're feeling sad, you're feeling hurt, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling anxious. Maybe you remember the sun. Maybe you remember my voice. Maybe you remember your breath. One moment. And then maybe you fall right back into whatever it is that is 
challenging in that moment. But that one moment does create a shift. Because then that one moment becomes two. And then it becomes three. And then your daily long challenging days become half a day. One day. Maybe they become an hour. And then maybe they become only 15 minutes. Who knows? A minute. A moment. So we can begin to retrain our mind. And it starts with retraining the mind. Maybe it could. (laughs) It could start with many things. But we start by noticing. And then the voice, the voice that is, you could say, hurting. The voice that's bringing us down is hurting. And I like to sometimes view this voice as the younger, my younger self, or maybe my teenage self, or maybe just a real, yeah, normally I find it is that, or a family member um, who is feeling, has felt that emotion. So... So another interpretation of this child self, this wounded self, this hurting part, I've been recently exploring through work with a friend, Haley Smith, this idea of that being my nervous system. And viewing it as this entire body system, this whole being, and these pieces of that being. And so speaking to this part, feeling this part is essential in retraining the nervous system. So not only changing the thought patterns, but beginning to feel what it feels like in the body in those patterns. Or even just breathing into the body. And starting to retrain the body how to relax and how to soften and how to be with sensation and thought and then to soften around that or to move for comfortability 
Because when the nervous system is heightened, the body is heightened. And we really want to soften and hold ourselves. To slow down, to hold ourselves, to listen, to hold ourselves. And I believe alongside the work of softening, there's also a lot of space which begins to open. So the same with softening the mind and softening the body. Physically, physical space in the body is opened. And so it's important to move those energies, to really feel them and to feel the pleasurable sensations that open when there's space. And then in the mind, we start to find stillness. And what wants to fill, what wants to come in beside the stillness? Not necessarily to fill the stillness because the stillness is important. But the moment after the stillness, In my experience, I would find thoughts of, why am I not thinking anything? What's wrong with me? After a moment of beautiful, neutral stillness. And then I started to recognize that. And... started to recognize that as fear or worry. And now I try to allow the thought after stillness to be one of beauty, of gratitude, of expansion, of possibility. There's many possibilities to be found after the moments of stillness. Allowing ourselves to get still, to breathe, to move, all of the things. Allowing it all to be present and to always remember that things are changing. It would seem to me that a lot of the time <laughs> the moment that I realized I have had a really great past couple of days. I've felt happy, not anxious at all. <laughs> um, 
creative, had a lot of energy, then I'm often met with the polarity. And now I just laugh a little bit at that. Still annoys me a bit. If I just didn't think that is the thought that I have. But I don't think that's the case. Maybe. But I think there's a necessary and a natural flux to reality, to this reality that we're living. I heard something of, we came into this human existence to feel everything. The perceived positive and the perceived negative. So what if instead of creating stories about those and trying to figure it out, what if we just felt it? If we can learn to turn down the mind and drop into the body, then we can feel it. And we can breathe with it. And then we might actually begin to notice that that sensation is pleasurable. Because even in spaces of pain, if I send my breath to that space and breathe into it for as long as it takes, or for as long as it wants to be felt, or I want to feel it, then typically it will begin to open and feel good. Even in feelings of anxiety deep in the belly, if I really go there and just almost like I take a magnifying glass to that space and just draw it in, 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 then it feels It's almost like it pops. It's like a bubble and it pops. And then it feels so free. I feel so free. So beginning to be with what is, to beginning to begin to be in relationship to the self. What is it like to talk to ourselves and tell ourselves we're doing a good job and I love you and thank you body, thank you nervous system, thank you higher self, all of these parts, all of these parts. Hmm. Also the plants, herbs, tea, mushrooms, fungi. These are all allies on my path and on our path. I say our path because I believe that when we were one with the land, then we were in everyday relationship, whether it be through a touch, 
through a thought or conversation, through a physical ingestion of nature, the plants and the fungi, we were always relating to them. And so this is why I believe that they are that they are allies to us, no questions asked, that they are essential to our remembrance of, or to our peace, to our peace. They are essential to helping us to remember our peace and our unity and our connection. And so certain herbs such as milky oats, skullcap, oat straw, nettles, reishi mushrooms. All of these are allies of mine that I have found supportive in regulating and getting to know my nervous system. So I say this not to... I say this to offer hope and remembrance that we are our own healers. We are our own friends, lovers, And we are powerful. We're not always, we're not trained or taught in school how to regulate our nervous systems. And we should be. And It's my hope that we will begin to. One by one, learning how to regulate. (sighs) And if you have questions or comments or just want to share something, then I would love to hear anything. I feel that I'm moving towards um, offering support for people. And it's been it's been a journey of 
not only healing myself, but also recognizing the time when it is time to share. So we're moving towards this. If you have interest, or again, just want to talk, you may already have my number. (laughs) You may find me on Instagram. The link will be in the bio. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that something from this session has resonated and maybe sparked something in you or helped to regulate you (laughs) a little bit. All right. Until next time.